Hello, this is the Where From Here podcast, and this is episode two, and we're going to be talking about my friend Aaron's college story. So last week, I gave my own personal college story. I talked about what I wanted to do, how I felt about it, and where those choices have led me up until this point. But not everyone can relate to my story alone. So I wanted the opportunity to talk to a good friend who went to a completely different path than I did, someone with super different goals and career plans. I decided a perfect person to talk to is my close friend, Erin Shima. She is attending University of Cincinnati in the fall, and she's going to be majoring in pre-physical therapy. She's a student athlete and will be a member of the swim team there. I really thought that having a student athlete's perspective on the college admissions process would be a really great addition to this podcast. So without further ado, let's hear all about our process. Um, hello, Erin. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about your college admissions process with me. So the purpose of my site is to share all the different paths people can take after high school ends. I explained last week how my path has gone this far, but not everyone can relate to my story. I wanted to get the story from someone who had a different outlook and approach to the college admissions process. So first off, how do you feel about your commitment to Cincinnati? Do you think classes will begin normally in the fall? So I actually had just, I was at an orientation. It was an online one because it's 2020 coronavirus, but they said they're going to, they have the start at home option. So if you're not comfortable starting in Cincinnati, that's fine, but you can go there if you want. And they're just going to make the big lecture halls online and then make some of the labs, like just in smaller groups. So we will be still going there and continuing to get our education, but it'll just be in a little bit of a different format. And they're just going to include more online classes. Awesome. Explain to me how you chose your top school. Did you always know you wanted to go to Cincinnati, or did you have any other plans? So originally, like as a child, I was, I'm the youngest, so my sister was visiting schools. I had found schools that I liked just out of her, like, picking schools that she wanted to visit. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to go to Pitt. But at the end of the day, when I went on my official visits, I ended up picking the team that I meshed with the best and that had the right combination of academics and athletics. So I didn't know that I always wanted to go to Cincinnati. In fact, it wasn't even like on my radar because I was like, oh, like Ohio. Like I didn't know where it was. Like I had never been to Ohio. And then they emailed me, they reached out and I liked the coaches. So I was like, okay, like I have five visits. I might as well go out and visit. And I ended up like loving the team, loved the girls on my trip. And then I committed and, and all the girls that were already committed were awesome. So I was like, okay, this is definitely the place that I want to be. But it was actually, it was kind of a stressful process, you know? So it wasn't always Cincinnati. In fact, for my whole childhood, I was like, I'm going to Pitt. Like, yes, like Pennsylvania. And it ended up being different just because you grow up and you're like, oh, this school has the program I want. This school doesn't. And it's just, there's so many more factors that like uh, go into it other than just like, this is my dream school, you know? Awesome. So can you explain your high school career to me? Tell me about your extracurriculars, academics, or anything that essentially led you to where you are now. So throughout all of high school, I took rigorous classes. I like to challenge myself and especially like I was like gung-ho on like AP credits because I am thinking about picking up a minor in just entrepreneurship so I can eventually open my own practice because I'm going in for pre-physical therapy. So I was like, I need to get as many AP class, AP credits as I can so that I can start ahead of the, like ahead of the ball game, you know? Um, but other than like AP classes, I was involved in NHS, choir, I did Key Club for two years. I didn't do that much with the school, but outside of the school, I did Special Olympics, and obviously I swim and volunteer for my club. So 
I just, I don't know, I just feel like throughout my husband's career, I balanced, like, volunteering with my sports and my academics and just made sure I was as well-rounded as I could be so that when I'm applying, they, like, get, like, the true, like, me. Like, they understand just who I am and what I stand for. Great answer. <laughs> Do you have any advice for someone who wants to get into a university like Cincinnati? Is there anything that you wish someone would have told you in your application process? So I think it's very important to stand out and not just go with, like, the flow, like, not be involved in, like, every club no demand. Like, find something that's, like, really, like, interesting or, like, you're really passionate about. Like, for me, like, I loved coaching at Special Olympics, like, that, because it combined, like, my swimming with, like, I just, I love, I love the kids. And sometimes they're adults, and it's just awesome. So I think it's important that you find something that makes you stand out, because there's a lot of people who can say, like, I was an NHS member, but it's like what you did with your experience that matters. It's not just being involved. So as far as advice goes, I was lucky because I had an older sister who went through the process five years prior to me. So that would be my advice. That's the advice that she passed down to me. And that's what I have to say about just making, make yourself stand out, you know? So to kind of wrap everything up, was there anything about the process that was a real struggle for you? Or do you think there's anything in the future that should change for other students? Um, for me, I think the most difficult part was just figuring out what I want to do with my life, what I want to major in. But obviously, even if you apply to a certain college, like that's not set in stone. So you can still figure it out. Like when you're up until like a sophomore year in college, you can still figure out what you want. And for me, Pre-physical therapy was not my first choice. I originally was like, I'm going to be an engineer. Like, women in engineering, like, yes. Like, they're always looking for women in engineering. So I was like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Like, I love math. But then I got into it my senior year in math. And I was like, I don't, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, I want to work with people. And so I just came across this major. I was like, this is perfect. But for as far as struggles, I think one of my biggest struggles, which isn't, like for everyone but just for athletes in general I think reaching out to coaches is important even if you feel like you're not good enough yet like they're still they still want to keep an eye on you and see your growth so even if you feel like you're not like at the level that you want to be prior to reaching out like you still should like that is important just to get your name out there so they know it and so they can keep an eye on you I love that I 100% agree with the whole idea that you don't have to stick with what you pick the first time around that's my entire philosophy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Erin, for sharing all of your college tips with us. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people who can relate to a story like yours. Now that Erin shared her story with us, I think there are a lot more people who feel less alone in the process. And maybe had some of their questions answered. Next week, I want to chat with someone who chose not to attend college and why they made that decision. I think having this aspect is so important because so many people overlook that option and make snap judgments before they can really understand the person that's making that choice. I hope to continue to find more people with unique stories that they can share so listeners can feel less alone and hopefully somebody listening to this podcast will feel understood. Well, that is all for this episode, but be sure to tune in to next week's podcast episode to hear more stories that hopefully you can relate to or maybe a friend can relate to. And make sure to check out Aaron's podcast on the music industry. Again, thank you so much, Aaron, for giving your perspective on the college admissions process, especially from an athlete's perspective. And I'm sure your words are so influential to other people who are listening. So again, thank you so much.
That's all we have time for today, so see you on next week's episode of Where From Here. Wow, that's actually really great that they're being so flexible considering the current circumstances.